previously on Tabletop Trouble. The party came upon a camp of goblinoids in an abandoned mining tunnel, led by the violent ruler Wretch and his enforcer Warpony. Seeing that they had taken the Inquisition member Eorith captive, our heroes attempted to set a trap in order to take out this camp and free their reluctant ally. To say that things went according to plan would be a lie. Regardless, our group came out on top and won the day. Um, now, since that was the last one on the battlefield, are we technically out of initiative? Yes. Okay. Okay. I would like to stomp on Frozen Boy's head. Yeah, it crushes beneath your feet and leaves nothing but bloody ice chunks. I didn't get to kill anything. I needed something. It's all shared XP. (laughs) Wait, you guys are getting XP? (laughs) (laughs) Should we maybe go to the chanting? I think where Warrior Boy just ran back and told everybody we're out here killing. I mean, we're maybe out of initiative right now, but I can't imagine it's going to stay that way for very long. Yes. Right. Can I, while they're healing up, can I go scout ahead and like just look into the chamber? Yeah. Is it possible? Yeah. Yeah, you and Lessa head down towards the chamber where you previously saw the fatter goblin riding on the back of the mountain-esque bugbear. Mm -hmm. And as you peek into this room, you can see that the chanting has gone quiet. And as you and Lessa peek over the corner, you see this hobgoblin who just retreated standing in front of who you know as Wretch and Warpony. He's talking to his leader and he says... You don't understand. They're so strong. And the goblin on top says, No, I'm afraid it's you who does not understand. What were my exact words? And the bugbear looks confused. He says, I said, check it out. You knew they were coming. We have no fight with them. Um, And he yells up. He says, well, I suppose the cat's out of the bag. I Would enter- you like to show yourselves? I enter the room. I am Kako Ikeo. He says, I know who you are. I'm Wiz. <laughs> Just Wiz. I know who all of you are. But first I would I would like to I would like to apologize for the actions of my insubordinate men. And he claps his hands, and you see Warpony grab the skull of this bugbear and just crush it beneath his hands as he falls dead to the ground in front of you. We accept your apology. (laughs) And you see uh, Warpony. You can tell, like, Warpony doesn't appear to be able to, like, see very well. He's got, like, a mask over his head that has very crude eye holes cut into it, and he he wipes his, his bloody hands on his chest. So we accept your apology and, uh, your... Hospitality, and we'll be on our way now. Uh, we have a series of questions, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, I'm sure you do, inquisitive as you are. Yes. Hold on, isn't Yorth in a cage? Uh, firstly, what do you intend to do with the lanky one back there? He kind of chuckles, and he says, that one. Yes. We planned on eating him, skinning him alive, and turning him into stew. I don't see any problem. No, no. Telepathically? What do you mean, no? No. What do you mean, no? We've talked about this. They've tried to kill us. Why are you keeping us alive instead of just stewing us as well? Jesus Christ. He looks at you and says, well, why would I pick a fight with the world-famous monster hunter? I have no fight here with Kako Ikeo or his his master. So, telepathically, to Kako, I say, (laughs) should we just take a chance and ask him for the keystone? Uh, I don't suppose you would be willing to part with the uh, the keystone you have, even just temporarily. Yeah, you gesture to the keystone that is hanging around his neck, and it depicts a group of people standing in front of the horizon with seven figures floating in the air above it as dark tendrils reach down from the sky. And as you mention it, he like clutches it with both hands. He says, I think not. I will not hand this over to you. Okay. Would you be willing to use it? He strokes his chin. Um, He says, Now there is an agreement I think we could reach. Yes. I would be willing to accompany you to the door. 
presuming you grant me an audience with the Beholder. I don't know if that's up to us. He doesn't know that. Can you guarantee that, I whisper? One moment while we deliberate on this. Uh, Well, I mean, I imagine the Beholder will be there. Sure, but we don't even know if we're going to be able to talk to him yet. We could try and force it, or alternatively, we could just cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, So we can't, obviously, we can't make him talk to you, but we could definitely get you in the door. He pats Warpony on, like, the shoulder, and Warpony cracks his knuckles. I can be quite persuasive when I need to be. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, that, that sounds That's perfectly fair. agreeable to us. <laughs> that's great. That leaves all the responsibility on someone else. Okay. <laughs> but this agreement is contingent on the fact that you have the other three keystones. We have found some of them. We are working on collecting the others. Yes, I can sense it on you. And he points to you, Wiz. What? It's in a separate dimension right now. You're in a separate dimension? Well, it, no, it's, it's in, in the my, bag of it's holding. It's bag of holding. A, more that he can sense its effects on you. It has effects? Wait, we never <laughs> talked about anything like this. Oh. Well, as long as I mean, he, if it was important right now, the DM would have told you. I'm going to, like, just briefly hold it from the bag of holding. Yeah, I got it. As you hold it up, he takes a step back away from it. Keep that to yourself. Is there is there something we should perhaps be concerned about carrying these things around? No, these things are a gift. So, Truly. Uh, says, I, I have this to thank, and he, he clutches the thing, for my unusually long life. How Can long I, have you been alive? The years kind of blend together, but about 2,000 of them. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Uh, okay. Says, um, it is not a gift of true immortality or agelessness as my body has failed me over these thousands of years. Mm. Right, since, <coughs> hence the war pony. He gently pats war pony on the shoulder. He says, yes, he is a, uh, he is a good boy. Uh, okay. So why are you seem a little startled oh, at no, okay. ours? It's a strange curse. Over the years, I have found more pieces, but have been unable to claim them. What happens if you try to pick it up? It's, it's almost like two ends of a magnet. They repel each other. Hmm. Do you think Wait, that can I insight could... that mind gives me long life too, or? You can make an arcana check if you'd like. Oh, yeah. I'm going to kind of pull it out and study it for a second, away from his eye. Yeah. That's 20. So as you look over this stone tablet, uh, yours depicts the beholder with a group of people worshiping it. Um, And it's giving off a kind of faint ethereal glow as you move it in the light. And you can tell that there is some sort of regenerative property coming off of this tablet just by holding it. Hmm. Hmm. But let's not gloss over the fact that you know where the other keystones are. Well, I don't know where they are at this moment. I found this little thief trying to get one, and he gestures to Yorith, and I assume that the Spider Queen still has the other. Fuck. Yes, that is likely. She's still on bad terms with Zizix, isn't she? She's on bad terms with everybody. Do you think you could assist us in, like, exterminating her? Well, I do have a collection, and he points back to what appear to be a a large collection of explosives that he's (laughs) gathered. Perhaps if you took some, I wouldn't keep a close eye on them. I'm okay with that. Um, Wonderful. How do we feel about the Eorus situation? Yes. I think that it's perfectly resolved, both um, I and all. Or could we take responsibility for your thief? I We, we are not taking we responsibility. We need a guide to show us where the next tablet is. Or we could just figure it out. He we knows. also are not going to risk the chance of him figure being dead running in circles. and Turles saying, oh, we're going to kill your friends as recompense. Yeah, man. We could if just we say that to- we couldn't find him. It's not like he's here watching us. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I don't have a response to that. We should take him with us. Why? I, I take that back. I'm also not convinced that Turles doesn't have a way to know if he's alive or not. How about this? We'll circle back around at this conversation after we resolve 
the beholder. I don't think we have a choice. It sounds like they're going to eat him. But we may be able to resolve the uh, goblin man by then. I'm not counting on that. Yeah, um, let us take your thief off your hands. He uh, puffs his chest and he says, That's good meat there. What are you offering in exchange for this vile creature? I'm offering protection from his compatriot. Make a persuasion check. 11. Uh, He seems unmoved by your persuasion attempts. And he says, My clan is hungry, and as he has trespassed, he will make a good meal for them. When do you intend to eat him? I have no intention of keeping him around for long. Okay, what would you accept in trade then? I mean, he seems to be a collector of bombs. I think he has a bomb. Sure. Well, we are offering a service. Uh, We're seeking to remove the Spider Queen. We are ostensibly hired to remove the Beholder as well. So by the end of our tenure here, you could have entire control over this whole cave system. Make a persuasion check, and I'm going to give you advantage. It's a good argument. 17 or 3. 17. (laughs) He looks you up and down. He says, you're an interesting one. You have eloquent speak about you. (laughs) 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 I'll tell you what. You have a deal. But if you double cross me at any point, I'll have Warpony rip all of you to shreds and feed you to my clan. Don't worry. My companions are strangely moral, so I don't think I'll be double crossing anybody. He tosses you a key. That'll free your boy. Okay. Though I imagine you'll find him lighter than you last saw him. Oh, that's wonderful. He cackles. Oh. Well, what then. body part is he missing today? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take the key from you and go check on him. No. I'm going to go walk up to the Strength game. contest, yes. <laughs> well, don't <laughs> just right, fight for it. Guess. Don't just immediately knock him out. I know what you're thinking. That's not what I'm thinking. Oh. I don't, he's not moving anyway. He may not be even conscious at the moment. I'm going to go up to the, the cage that you are at. Yeah. He's going to kind of kick the cage. Just like, are you awake? Uh, he, he weakly looks up. He's, I wasn't expecting to see you here. I mean, same. I expected you to be more competent, but, you know, here we are. He actually chuckles a little bit. It's it's funny coming from you. (laughs) Kako, don't. (sighs) I really want to feed you to these goblins. I really, 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 really do. What's stopping you? It's not like you've ever been on good terms with me. I know. It's a mystery. Come on, man. Just get up out of the cage. Yeah. He shows you his binds. Yeah, says, I'm a little tied up at the moment. I'm going to take my sword and free him. Are you a mage? Yes, I am a mage. However, I've lost my focus. Oh, you're that kind. Okay. And uh, he says, I'm going to need some help. And he uncovers uh, his leg, and it looks like it's been chopped off right below the knee. Oof. Do you think I could conceivably drag him without there being much issue? <laughs> want to drag him across the ground yeah yeah okay dude Uh, i could just carry him yeah but this is more disrespectful he gestures over uh to outside his cage could somebody fetch my leg what he points to the ground outside the cage and you can see a severed leg on the ground it's mostly just bone at this point uh like bite marks have been taken out of it and you can see little kobold like teeth marks i don't think you're gonna be able to do much with that do you want that is that your focus or something uh He points to you and he says, no, but it'll make a good new one. Oh, shit. Uh, all right. I grab the leg. Yeah, he grabs the leg and with what little energy he has, he focuses into it and the rest of the flesh flies off and forms like a small bone totem with runes cr- carved into it. Yeah, okay. Um, Honestly, not the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Um, it'll okay. take time to power it, but I appreciate that. Save your appreciation. Let's go. Are you, is someone carrying him, or are you just gonna let him walk then? I'm carrying him. Okay. I just I've hefted him over one shoulder. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can I give him like a light tap on the head with my stick, and not just like not enough to I don't want to do damage to sure. him. I just want to be like that's for chasing us out of the country. Um, <laughs> I just, don't do I it. I suppose again. I deserved that. Yeah. Why are you a piece of shit, by the way? <laughs> we get your backstory. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I 
owe you my life at this point. What is it you wish to know? Um, What do you have against magic people, considering you are a magic person? I don't particularly have anything against magical people, per se. Just people who abuse the powers of magic for dark and evil purposes. Like kidnapping people and terrorizing cities? You don't understand what's coming. You haven't seen the visions we've been given. By who? By the commander. Wait, hold A on. commander with an eye mask? No. So this, these visions, these com- this commander like magically gives them to you? She doesn't give them. She allows us to see them. Uh, it's, it's more of like an experience rather than something she provides. How do you know that she's not just inventing them? Because we've seen firsthand what, what can happen when someone so magically inclined is is free to exercise their dark abilities. You know what happened in Goldleaf. The entire city was destroyed. And so you think that gives you guys the right to label every magically inclined person as dangerous to the state? We try peace first. I don't believe you because I've witnessed it firsthand. He says, yes, you ran and you were cornered and then your girlfriend attacked. There's blood on your hands too. I'm ready to admit that both sides of this conflict have made mistakes, but you have to think of the greater good. There is no greater good that will ever make up for that. Then we will agree to disagree. I was once in your position. I once stood against the Inquisition. And then I saw my home burned to the ground by a rogue malefactor. And if it wasn't for the Inquisition, I would not be here right now. And you're saying that Rain and Gale didn't. Those names mean nothing to me. My father fought valiantly. He did everything he could to protect the people of that country. And my mother was no different. And yet, we were hunted to the ends of the country for this. It sounds like your father was a good man, standing on the wrong side of a conflict. No, he was standing on the right side. I'm sorry for your loss. I walk away, I just keep walking. Anyway, do you know where we can find the keystones? Well, I found one, though I'm not sure if it's still there. There's a big door where it looks like these four keystones are set. One of them was already in the door. Mm. But something there caused my companion to go berserk. Who was your companion? I'm not sure what he is. Some hulking brute we took out of Bog's Bottom. (gasps) The commander ran experiments on him to try and subjugate him. He seemed to be obeying us for the most part, but something deep in that city broke his bindings. And with that, I was attacked and left for dead. It's when these guys picked me up. Could you lead us there? I could find you there. This is very frustrating because Rave has no idea, but Kitty is fucking pissed. (laughs) All of us are. But no, we couldn't feed him to the goblin people. That wouldn't be any kind of cosmic justice. I didn't say it wouldn't be. Do I look like I enjoy this? Do I look like I'm satisfied that I'm sparing this man's life? No, which is why I'm very confused. Yorth, did you people have any specific interest in this beholder, or were you just down here to mess with us? Well, originally, it was more of a gesture of goodwill to form an alliance with this realm. However... Having learned of whatever dark powers this creature might have, it became of a higher interest to the Inquisition to kill or capture this beholder. Why would you need to capture it? The lady likes her experiments. Mm. Well, that's even worse. (laughs) Do you know what's up with uh, the, the gooey one and Phineas? Yeah, what did you do with our other friends? Uh... Asshole. The slime woman. She was... She became a subject of intrigue to the commander, and she wished to experiment upon her. Without Turles's intervention, she would probably be dead at this point. 
Turles wished to keep her alive uh, as a bargaining chip for you. For what, about, what about Phineas? They locked him in an experiment chamber and forced him to do whatever it is she's working on. Are they safe for now? Phineas, assuming he continues his work without any interruption or fight back, should be fine. Flo, on the other hand, that crystal in her chest has the commander curious. To my point, um, these experiments are probably not very pleasant. Probably verging on torturous. Probably. Uh, that would be correct. If our cooperation is the only thing keeping her alive, is it really worth continuing to cooperate? You're saying we should let them kill them. I mean, we're talking about maybe months until we can go back and get her. Yeah, but until then, we know they're alive. Unless you think that being tortured every day is just as much hell. So. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't, you know what? We're not going to have a philosophical argument about the value of life right I now. I have an idea. We saved Yorth. He owes us for his life. And I think maybe if we send him back, he can get them out of there. I think you are greatly overvaluing my worth here. I agree. I can assure you that I'm not. I think that you'll try... <laughs> To save our friends for what you've done to them. I'm not convinced he's not going to turn around and start fighting us again as soon as he's out of here. That's not his purpose here. My point being that if he has as much interest, we have a bargaining chip now. We've done him a favor. Can we... I'm going to grab some of that TNT. Some of the bombs. Yeah, I mean, they're barrels, so you'd probably need help carrying it. There's a like Wait, somebody shove this. There is like bag. a cart nearby that you could also use to help carry some. Oh hell yeah! Oh, could we just put him in the cart with the explosives? <laughs> <laughs> you want to load this cart up and then That's throw him on top of it? That's a little morally gray, but I guess Have I'm I seriously just been holding this man the whole time we've been having a conversation? Yes. Yes. Jesus Christ. Um. Okay. Yeah. Let's. It's load my him fault up. for not asking sooner. Yeah. That. Yeah. We. Uh, okay. Your, load him your up leisureness. We're going to. Do you mind if we it's relieve like you of this wagon? cart? Is that, yeah, is he's that talking to looks? amongst his men. He looks like he's like, yes, yes, whatever. Just set him in there and then load it up and let's go. Uh, where are we going, though? Yeah, there's a couple different exits out of this room. There's the overlook that you came through. There's also another stone staircase that leads up. And there is a tunnel to the south that seems to wind and disappear down to darkness. Your Majesty, uh, which one of these exits leads to the big door? <laughs> and he points down the south tunnel. He says, that would lead you close to it uh imagine directly across from it and then he says the stairs there's an old bridge that leads across but i it's collapsed due to time yes well i think that only leaves us with one option because we collapsed the other bridge uh yeah it's a long winding tunnel there's not really anything of note here you can see kobolds up against the walls just kind of watching you and as you make your way out you eventually find a pair of pretty shanty wooden doors that are like knocked open and you can see a sign that says mine exit as you walk through you find yourself in that main tunnel you can see uh the collapsed bridge that he was talking about with entrances on either side but the bridge has long since fallen away and then directly ahead of you probably about 300 feet you can see what appears to be a large stone structure that looks to be the entrance to a city gate you can see a large drawbridge that has collapsed in the tunnels over a river of lava, and then it, it disappears down this dark underground city streets. Does uh, this look familiar, Yorth? He points to the drawbridge that's fallen in. That's the way to the door. Um, should we try to figure out the situation with, what was her name, Loris? The Spider Queen. Oh. Well, I mean, she asked for a dwarf, but... We're not giving her one. Thank you. Lessa, I, I appreciate that. No, shit, Lessa. I forgot you were here. <laughs> I, I was there with the fight. I, I helped. Oh, but you're so quiet. Sorry. She yelled that one line. Don't apologize so for that. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize for that either. <laughs> yeah, stop apologizing. I'm you're sorry. You're an old friend. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I just hug her. <laughs> I guess we're just going to continue forward across this drawbridge to the door then. We'll figure out the Laura situation later. Yeah. I cross. Yeah, you guys are taking the Orth with you? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I assume I'm probably pushing the cart, so. 
Then you're taking the explosives with you. Mm. Making my way downtown, walking fast. Please don't yeah. blow up this fucking bridge. Right, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like it's gunpowder. It's not nitro, right? <laughs> no, it's not going to explode okay. as you go across this bridge. <laughs> yeah, we hit like a little pebble. <laughs> TPK. All right. Bye. Yeah, you uh, you make your way across this bridge and through this city gates. The stone gate that would have protected this city has long since been opened. It looks as if. It was exploded open at one point. You could see digging tools around, but they're ancient. Could I make a history check to see what probably happened here? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm also going to jump in there. Sure. Oh, it's 20. It's <laughs> an eight. You can tell just by looking at it. It looks like there was some sort of conflict that happened at this gate something has pulled this bridge down you can see claw marks all over it and the stone gate that would have protected this appears to have been blown in by some sort of explosive blown inward inward Mm -hmm. so whoever whoever did this was trying to get into the city you can also see old moss that has petrified against the stones giving you the idea that some kind of Large amount of moisture was down here at one point. Oh. Uh, the deep was down here? Maybe. Let me see if seems that. logical. Well, where else would this water come from? Well, it's a volcano. Um, exactly. Where else would the water yeah, come from? It's and, not like a supernatural source. I mean, and you saw carvings that depicted yeah. the oceans rising mm-hmm. in the tomb that Lessa was obsessed with. Oh, so the deep was here. Maybe. I take the petrified moss and I give it to Isaac. Hey, hey Lessa. I know you like to collect little things. Uh, yeah. Oh, Out of curiosity, have you ever you. attempted to commune Put with this thing? Uh, just, well, when I was little, I used to try and talk with it, but I was met with silence. It doesn't appear to be interested in that. When did it first talk to you? Uh, when I first heard the voice back in the, the tunnels, um, we were just exploring. We didn't have a lot of food or money, so we were looking for artifacts that might sell. I ventured off on my own, and I heard something talking in the dark. Um, I went to find out what it was, and I realized that the voice was inside of me, and I lost control, and that's when I collapsed the tunnel. And the lady at the circle never attempted anything like that with you? She said that for the time being, I should probably stay away from trying to commune with whatever this is. That might be a good idea. Until I at least know what I'm working with. Mm, no, I think you should possibly be prepared for that to just come up at some point. Well, I I kind of expected it to happen sooner or later. The voices have been getting louder. Oh, you can hear them now? Down here? She okay. nods her head. Are you going to be okay, or it might be too much for you? I don't want to push you further than you need to go. I'm fine for now. We will get to the bottom of this. I know. Maybe maybe you can meditate with me the next time we take a break. Okay, I'd like that. Oh gods, what a time for the orb to glow and demand I speak my wisdoms to it. I will need to keep this brief, for I'm currently being pursued by a pack of wolves led by a very bloodthirsty sheep. I attempted to cast Polymorph, but I must have forgotten the correct somatic components for the spell, because I've never seen a sheep with such large fangs. First up, if you aren't following Tabletop Trouble on Twitter, you're missing out. Our artist and editor Ali recently did an art stream where you got to see behind the scenes of her process. She was also taking requests for art. While I can't promise that will always be the case, if you don't want to miss out, be sure to follow us at Tabletop Trouble and tweet at us using the hashtag Troublecast. As always, our theme music is Light Years From Home by Andromeda. They give us the perfect sound for our show, so if you vibe with it, visit them at andromeda.bandcamp.com. <laughs> These creatures are pursuing me relentlessly. I've heard of a wolf in sheep's clothing, but this is ridiculous. Oh, I see the gates of Mornstead. Please, someone, guards, help! Well, we continue. Yeah, as you walk through the 
stone gate that has since collapsed in, you find yourself standing in what appears to be a great entrance hall that leads deep into the city. The walls are high and made out of uh, an intricately carved stone that still, after tens of thousands of years, has an almost pristine quality to it. If it weren't for the rubble and the waste that's in the way, you'd imagine you were walking into a place of quite some renown or royalty. As you are standing here in this this entrance hall, you can see a lot of bones, refuse, abandoned carts that have since given way to time and crumbled to almost dust. Uh, It looks as if there was some sort of large gathering here that resulted in the deaths of a lot of people. And down the center of this stone walkway, you can see a metal pathway. It's made out of some sort of steel, but it's glowing with a faint blue energy. Yeah, I want to inspect the steel. Yeah, you walk over to it and make an arcana check for me. Okay. Uh, 21. You press your hand against this metal, and it's giving off a strong magical energy. It just appears to be like some sort of focusing point for magic. And as you hold your hand near it, you feel that same overcharging feel that you felt in the tomb. Is there another other contact point it looks like around? This pathway appears to just carve through the entirety of the city. It oh. just goes on for some distance. Like It sounds like it's like a rail. Oh, maybe it's like for like transportation or something. Maybe. It doesn't appear to be. You don't see any sort of signs of like wear like a rail would have. It appears to just be some sort of magic magnet almost. Yorth, do you happen to know what this is? It says, no, I must admit when I saw it, I was as perplexed as you are. Mm. Okay, where's the door? Um, it's a long hallway. It just disappears into darkness. The only thing you can see going forward is this light blue trail that lets off a little bit of light. As you look around, uh, what's everyone's passive perception? Um, <laughs> 16. Passive perception is 14. 12. 9. Um, Rafe, as yeah. you look around at the uh, strewn about corpses that have long since given away to time, you see one in particular that catches your eye. You see a dwarven figure holding what appears to be a lockbox, and he's like clutching it. His life depends on it. I go get that box. Yeah, you go over and you pick this box up. And as you lift it up, the bones almost just crumble to dust around it. I open the box. You open the box and there's a note on top of this box that's written in Dwarvish. Do you speak Dwarvish? Uh, yeah. It says, in remembrance of a time long gone, learn from us. And underneath is a small glass bobble with like steel rails running along it. And inside is like uh, an hourglass that kind of moves as you move the orb around. Arcana check. Yeah, go ahead. It's a 10. I've seen magic at some point <laughs> in my life. Yeah, besides the, the warbling magic effect when you move it, it, you don't notice anything in particular about it. Um, can I investigate? Hey, I found this cool thing. Yeah, uh, go ahead. That's pretty good. 21. 21. It's not a device you've seen before, but just having seen Rafe play with it, you can guess it's some sort of time dilation device. You're not sure what the effect would be of using it. But you aren't able to learn much more than that just because you haven't seen one before. Hey, time stuff is fucking dangerous. I'm going to gently reach over and try and pick it up. No. No? No? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's very, it's potentially very dangerous. I put it in my bag. That's, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Have you experimented with time magic before, Coco? No, because time magic is fucking dangerous and well, you shouldn't you know? do it. How do you know? Because it's common sense. Yeah, time magic is a very rare, not something that that a normal person would come across. Look, she found this in a box that said, remember our mistakes or some shit? And it was a time thing. These people were probably messing around with some sort of time magic, and it bit them in the ass. Which is why they now have 2,000-year-old hobgoblins living in their basements. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's All the right. most logical make thing a, told me. Make an investigation check for me. Uh, 17? So you get the idea that whatever it is, is a very concentrated form of magic. It's not as if it's going to rewind time for you for an indefinite amount of time. It's more like a bottled memory. Bottled memory? Yes. Did my spirit feel anything? Your spirit feels unease. 
as you're standing in this hall. We gotta go. And I go. Go grab, for it? I grab the cart. Oh, and I just... Oh, okay. okay. I can't explain why. We just gotta go. I'm curious, but as a stick to my principles. Uh, Rave, as you are pushing forward with the wheelbarrow, you get a strange feeling as you pass a, a doorway that is smashed in. An almost familiar feeling to you. I look at the door. Yeah, you look into this doorway that leads into an entranceway with a fireplace. All kinds of weapons are lined on the wall. And that spirit that resides inside you says the words, home. Can I go inside? You step inside and your brain almost like flashes back to a time where you were here before. And you can see the hearth going and you hear the sounds of a young child giggling and footsteps uh, echoing from some room above you. But then as you blink, it fades back to normal and you're staring into this ruined house. I would like to investigate every single inch of this room. Yeah, you leave the carded Eorith outside the door as you walk around this room. The rest of you, you see Rave kind of fade out of it for a second before she just kind of steps in and starts looking through things. Y'all are used to it by this point. <laughs> I'm going to stand in the doorway and watch Rave and see what she's doing. Yeah, you begin to dig through what little belongings might be left in this room, and it has an overall sense of familiarity to you, and you can feel a sense of peace as your spirit recognizes this room. And as you look around, you eventually find by the hearth a small plush bear that has since gone to time. Its its eye has fallen out and is barely holding on, and it's holding uh, what appears to be like a small axe. Um, and as you pick up this object, you feel almost sadness inside of you. Um, have we ever established, like, do I have a way to communicate with my spirit? So far... It's the, been 14 years. So far... Like, <laughs> Anytime you try to communicate, it's more through feelings or visions, but you have not found a way to, like, talk with it yet. Oh, I take the bear with me. Yeah, you take the small stuffed bear. It holds up. Its stitching is, is kind of loose, but you, you slip it into your bag. Is there anything else around? You, you can see the weapons that line this, this wall, and you feel like a swelling sense of pride inside you. Are there any good ones? Unfortunately not. The handles have gone to rot and the blades have long rusted. I'm going to like hold my hand out to them and kind of just pan back and forth. And whichever one gives me the strongest feeling from my spirit, I'm going to take that one. Yeah. You hold your hand out along these weapons. As you touch the handle of a, a large battle axe, you blink and you're standing in a battlefield and you're holding this battle axe as you strike down your enemies, standing back to back with the man you recognize as her husband. Oh, fuck. And it cuts back to reality, and you feel that overwhelming sense of pride in this weapon. Okay, well, I take it. Yeah, you grab the, the weapon, and it wavers in your hand as if it's, like, falling to pieces, but it holds up as you strap it to your back. You can tell it's not in any shape to be used. And you feel another feeling as if you're trying to be told something, but you can't get the words. Uh, then I guess I turn to everybody else and, um, guys, I think I just got confirmation that I'm a bad guy. What do you mean? What? What? Kigaroth's a bad guy, right? Like, I'm not wrong. So you've kind of heard two sides of the story. You had the flashback where you had a fear of him, but the people of this city appeared to revere him as a hero. So you guys have the basic understanding that my body is inhabited by me, but also by a ghost. Uh, yes, it makes me wildly uncomfortable. That ghost, I am now 100% sure, is Daisha, Kigroth's wife. Like, the guy we raided the tomb of? Yeah. Oh. She, she um, mad about that? Yeah, she mad about that. No, but she was really scared of him. And angry. And angry, God says. <laughs> God says. 
Anyway, I don't know what to do with this information. You seem kind of lost. Do you want to take a short rest here and reflect a little bit? We do we have time? For a bit? Oh. I don't, I don't know why we wouldn't right now. Yeah. To be fair, we you are exhausted. We could take a long rest. Um, Isaac, I know you offered to help Lessa meditate. Can you help me meditate? Sure. I, I don't know how much help I'm going to be, to be honest, but you're welcome to. I feel like I need to do something to get that extra push. <laughs> so if you guys are okay with taking a rest, I'd, I'd like to try to figure this out. Yeah. This is important to you. It's important to us. We're here for you. And Daisha. What's up, Daisha? I don't know that I know Daisha, but I'm here for you for sure. <laughs> Are we going to camp out here she for the night? She don't know me like that. Yeah, I go get mm. what's-his-face, and I bring I bring his cart inside Aww. and help him out. Yeah. <laughs> kind of so he doesn't have me. to stay in the cart. Uh, All right, well, yeah. I'm going to get started on a fire in the right. hearth, trying to light up whatever I can. Yeah, okay. you guys settle into this abandoned ruin of a house and you prop up the door that was knocked off of its hinges back into its place, providing you some sort of shelter here for the night. And you almost feel this place come alive with warmth as you light this fire. And it does feel very homey, despite the fact that it's been abandoned for thousands of years. Yeah, I'm going to give my Book of Light to Lessa as like something to focus on and i'm gonna give rave my sword as just like a way for you guys to like bind with me okay. i'm gonna stay awake just to keep an eye on lessa yeah so the three of you are meditating rave you're holding the stuffed bear as well mm-hmm. um and you can feel isaac's radiant energy flowing through the both of you just by these artifacts that he's given you and eventually you guys find that sense of peace And as you open your eyes, you are standing in a clearing. Isaac's clearing. The tree in the middle of the forest with the blood-stained flowers and the darkness lingering on the edges of it. But you're not alone. You see Daisha standing at the tree. I go to her. Yeah, you take a step closer to her. She turns to you. And she has like a look of confusion as she looks around this, this pocket plane you're in. What do you need to tell me? She like goes to speak as if she's trying to tell you something rather hastily, but it's almost as if the words are getting lost between the two of you um, and pounds her foot frustrated, knowing that whatever she's trying to say is not getting to you. And then she looks around and points to one of your weapons. Which, which one? Whatever one is on hand. I give her long tooth. Yeah. She takes Longtooth and she drags it across her hand and hands it back to you. Oh. And with her blood, she begins to draw on the tree in front of you. And she draws the hourglass that you saw previously. And she, like, points to it dramatically. I don't know how to use it. Do I break it? She shakes her head. Um, she draws, like, a an arrow around it like it's being flipped. Okay. Um, and she reaches out to like touch your hand but as she does everything goes black and you're kneeling in this room and without explaining anything to anyone I just start turning it yeah you flip it over (laughs) a couple times and eventually that hourglass shifts and locks into place upside down and begins pouring sand to the bottom and the entire room explodes with blue energy and you're blinded by this light, and all of a sudden it shakes and it's sucked back into the center, and you're in a pristine version of this room. Am I alone? No, the entire group is with you. What the fuck did I say about time magic? Um, and you can hear like a rustling going on upstairs, and you hear someone say, I know it's scary, but we don't have time. You have to hurry. Uh, you go upstairs and you see a young girl sitting on the edge of her bed clutching that bear that you had picked up. She's just playing with it and trying to occupy herself as a dwarven mother is frantically throwing things into a knapsack. And as she sees you, she grabs an axe off of her back and says, Who are you? We have nothing you can take. Just leave. Are you Daisha? I know you. You will know me. 
She says, I see your face when I close my eyes. Who are you? My name is Rave. What, what have you been doing to me? I'm, I'm questioning everything. I'm, I'm so scared. Just leave us alone. I can't explain it. You can see like fear on her face. When she stands close to her daughter, puts herself between you and her. I put both of my hands up. You and I are connected. Um, you're not going to make it. And one day I'm not going to make it. But a piece of you will become a piece of me. And that's what's going to keep both of us alive. She looks and she says, I don't understand any of this ever since that man in the village touched me. And it was like he was looking through me to someone else. Is that you? Are you this someone else? Is that why I see you in my dreams? It has to be. I was sent here to see something, but I don't know what. I don't know. Is, is it this? And she pulls the box out from under her, her arm. I don't know what it is. I didn't open it, but I know Kigaroth wants it. And if he wants it, he can't have it. I very slowly put out my hand. May I? As far as I know, this is for you. And I take the box. Yeah, you grab the box. And I open the box. You open this box and you see a sight that's not familiar to you, but it's a glowing white crystal. What is it? I don't know. Um, Isaac. Isaac, I need your help. Um, yeah. I walk upstairs. You said I was upstairs? Yep. Yeah. Are you okay? What is this? And she shows you this crystal. The crystal you've seen now for the third time. Yeah. This is very similar to the one that that Sarge presented to uh, Issa, although it's glowing with a much brighter energy than that one. It's very similar to the heart that is inside Flo. And you know that this is one of the shards of Zildara. I'm going to gently reach out and try to pick it up. Yeah, you go to pick it up and it swells with energy and the light kind of reforms in your hand and it reforms into a dagger made out of pure light. This is this is what we're looking for. Those shards that Issa mentioned, this is it. I don't know what I what you've gotten me into, but I don't have time for this. I have to go. If you were going to hide this, where would you hide it? Somewhere Kigaroth would never look. There's, there's a village to the south, hidden deep in the forest. I would hide it in an old oak tree where me and my brother used to hide things growing up. The village is named Grasamere. But don't tell anyone... It has to remain a secret. I, I won't tell anyone anything. And she says, I, I, I have to go. And she grabs Kala and runs down the stairs. And you can see her disappear. And as you are standing, everyone who is standing downstairs, you see water slowly begin to rise in this, uh, in this room. I look at Lessa. I'm not doing this. I look outside. Yeah, you look outside and there is panic going on in the streets. You can see people running towards that gate that was blocking the way and they are banging against it begging to be freed and this water is just rising and rising do i can i see the source of the water it's just rising it's not coming from anywhere in particular it's evaporating um at this point the water is now about waist deep and raising very Uh, rapidly i don't know how to go back turn it again do i still have the orb yeah Oh, I turn it. You fiddle with it and nothing happens. No fuck. It's almost as if it's locked in that position. Do we feel this water rising on us? Yes. How much time is left on the hourglass? Maybe about a minute and a half. Oh, okay. So okay. I think we just, just, just wait it out. out. So, um, Wiz, you see someone familiar standing in a crowd of people just talking to them. It's a humanoid woman with frizzy black hair in an all black dress as she. She talks to these people, and whatever she's telling them, you can see, like, it's not making the situation any better. And she's almost, like, feeding off of their fear. Pain? It's pain. Pain is the woman in the vision that Wiz had. The creepypasta lady. Can I try to dropkick pain? 
<laughs> you want to run over to, to pain. Yeah. Yeah, you wade through this water and it's getting deeper and deeper as you do. Pain, hey. Pain looks at you. Crazy lady. She says, excuse me, to the panicking dwarves who are now like neck deep in water. Um, and she walks over and she says, I don't quite know you, but I have this familiarity that tells me that you're going to be important someday. Hmm. And I can tell you're out of phase with time. It's quite interesting. Did you come back to witness all this terror and pain? No, I came back to see the hope in all this. Oh, there's, there's no a, hope. There is a silver lining. Maybe, but not for these people. And she looks around. There's nothing but death and despair here. There always will be. And the water has raised to this point where you are now underwater. Uh, you guys snap back, and you are now standing in the tunnel. What the Whoops, there goes gravity. The, the main entryway mm. where you guys just were. Uh, um, Eorth probably drowned. You didn't see Eorth when, oh. you, when you were there. I'd go back and make sure he's still here. <laughs> uh, he looks at you as you walk back through the door and he says, that was quite peculiar. You vanished when you flipped that orb. I assumed you were dead. I assumed that would mean I would soon be dead too. That one can only hope. And the orb is now back to the same state where it's like a gyroscope again. You haven't even taken a long rest yet. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you guys haven't rested yet. Uh, I'm sleepy. Yeah. Sleepy sleeps. Round two. I, like, storm back in the house. I'm like, I hate talking to that lady. And I'm just like, oh, so annoying. And I just flump over and I roll over and I go to sleep. That's no way to talk to a friend. Ah! Ah! <laughs> and standing in the the stairway, you see pain. Ah! No, uh, and all of axe. you see pain. Oh, put that down, and I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. God, this is why with I hate disadvantage. her. With disadvantage, <laughs> fifteen. Yeah, you're able to hold on to your axe as she pushes her hand down. She says. Must be out of it after five cycles or so. Who the fuck are you? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I assumed your friend Wiz told you all about me. Yeah, We're this close is lady after annoying. all. I don't know. She just shows up and she just annoys the fuck out of me. It's really bothering. Dude, I just want to take a nap. Go away. Oh, I have no business here. I just wanted to tell my friend Wiz that I was intrigued to see you 2,000 years ago. What's up with that? Out of cycle, out of time. It's almost like time magic is incredibly dangerous and a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah, but it's almost like we learned what we needed to learn by taking a chance. I will fight you on this one. What do you want, lady? uh... Was that it? Pretty much. I just wanted to remind my good friend, and I want to stress that good friend, Wiz here. I'm watching and aware of it all. No, I am uh, making a hard no signal to the group. She looks at Isaac. She says, now there's a tormented soul if I've ever seen one. (laughs) You didn't tell me you had all this baggage with you. I kind of step in front of Isaac and I'm like, hey, you're going to have beef with anybody. It's with me. Mm. Go. Fine. I suppose I'll go. Seems like a wasted opportunity to come all the way down here just to talk, but fine. She snaps her fingers and she disappears in darkness. Uh, You got an annoying friend. Yeah, I don't like her too much. Friend is a very strong word that I would not use. (laughs) Business acquaintance? (laughs) No. More like roommate in my head acquaintance. She clearly eats the baby. That's unfortunate. As you guys pack up and go to bed, finally, after a stressful night, um, you just hear one final whisper in your mind that says, You'll never be rid of me, you know. You should just accept it. What are you doing, Wiz? Um, Mushrooms, probably. (laughs) Yeah, can I eat some of those glowing (laughs) mushrooms I found? Oh, God. No, I was actually going to do this earlier anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm just going to try to, like, get rid of the voices that I keep hearing every night. <laughs> By potentially eating Holy Spirit. We probably could have asked the goblins 
what those do. Wiz, you have ingested these mushrooms, and Wiz's eyes are, like, rolled into the back of his head. And you're hit like a bus with whatever effects these mushrooms have. What's a bus? <laughs> it's a figure speech in the real world. <laughs> um, whatever magical resistances you had to fey mushrooms previously, these have strongly overpowered those. And... You wow. see, like, the world around you shift into different colors, as if you're looking through, like, a kaleidoscope. Eventually, these shapes begin to reform, and you are standing on a beach. It's a dark night, and as you look into the sky, you see four moons hanging in the sky, and stars that, like, think like that that painting, Starry Night. Right. They tend to, like, blur. You can tell that wherever you are projecting right now it's not your plane let's not it's not my it's not the fey either it's not the fey either you're you're unfamiliar with this but there is a strange familiarity to it all wow i didn't realize those mushrooms could teleport sick i'm gonna lay down in the sand and make sand angels yeah you (laughs) lay down in the sand and you hear a voice talk to you. Do you always eat strange things you find on cave floors? Would you like to have some? No, I'm quite good. I don't know that you should be ingesting strange things, though. That seems a little irresponsible. I got told that a lot by Vern. Mm. It's been a long time since you've seen him. Yeah, I miss him a lot. I'm sure he misses you, too. You seen him? No. See nothing but the back of your head. Why are you looking at that? It's because it's where you keep me. I don't give anybody piggyback rides. As you turn to look at where this voice is coming from, it's coming from your storm staff, which is, like, twisted into a face now at the <laughs> head of it, and it's talking to you. Huh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Dude, Mike has been waiting for this. (laughs) (laughs) You talked? Well, yes, we all talk. Honestly, shouldn't be surprised. Bag talks, stashy talks. Next, I take off my shoes and I I, I put them to my head. (laughs) Hello? Hello! Oh! This is one whack-ass day. You're telling me? It's been so long since we got to stretch out on the beach. I'm going to say, yeah, if you guys want to go on the beach, that's fine. And I start taking off all my stuff. And <laughs> I, la- I lay them down across from me. Yeah, they, call. they all cheer. Oh like, yay! <laughs> As you are standing on the beach, butt naked, uh, with your clothes now cheering and and talking to you. I'm gonna run into the ocean. Yeah, you run into this ocean, and it's it's not like the water that you're familiar with. It's almost thick, like a oil. Oh. This was not as great. Hey, guys, don't come in the water. <laughs> it's not as good as I thought it was gonna be. Not refreshing. And you hear a loud voice now bellowing over the waves. And it says... Who dares come to this plane? And you see the clouds in the sky form into a giant elemental being that punches down into the water and waves come flying towards you, almost knocking you off your feet. Oh, um, I cover my junk. (laughs) Uh, Sorry to disturb. I really didn't realize the ocean was owned. You see this being as if he's looking for you, but he can't seem to see you. I know you're there, you scamp. Show yourself. Scamp. Uh, what's your name? I'm Wiz. This voice doesn't appear to hear you. It senses you, but it's like it it can't hear or see you. And it begins thrashing about. He says, I don't know who you are, but you will do well enough to stay away from this plane. Are you? Are you? I go back to the sand. I grab my staff. I almost say, sorry, man. Hold on. And I draw in the sand. I write, hi. 
<laughs> this being looks down. Uh, he says, You speak the common tongue. Who are you? I write my name. Oh, it's taking so long. Wiz. <laughs> my name Wiz. <laughs> well, Wiz. I don't know how you got here, but you are meddling in affairs you don't understand. I'm gonna draw a big old question mark. He just slams more waves in your direction, and it washes away your question mark. Uh, can I write, who are you? (laughs) You mortals don't recognize your better. I am the elemental lord of air, Gallimar. And you are intruding on this realm. Didn't I get that name before? Was that it? Yes. Oh, yeah. You got that name Singri. from Singri. He actually came up to you and said that, <laughs> tell Galamar my debts are repaid. Yeah, he wasn't happy about it. Uh, can I write out uh, Singri's debts <laughs> paid? He says, That foolish little gnome. His debts are repaid when I say they are. And he strikes down onto the beach, and you are overrun with a wave that washes completely over you. And as it does, you are, like, knocked back, and you come back to. I'm gonna roll over on my bedroll and cover my blankets over me yeah i don't have a bedroll anymore so i'm just gonna like <laughs> i mean you can use mine. closer to wiz and like use wiz's legs as a pillow <laughs> uh and i'm absolutely holding call teddy bear 